Welcome back to the Geeks at the Gates. Um, we are following on from last week's discussion of uh, Twice Upon a Time, the Doctor Who Christmas special, with our discussion of the most divisive Star Wars movie since 1977, The Last Jedi. Not going to tell you what we thought of it. You can find that out by listening to the podcast. That's kind of why you're here. Uh, so, a uh, little word from our sponsors. Still me, still sorry. A uh, quick blast on the spoiler horn, because my goodness, are there some spoilers in this. And then we will get into it. This edition of the Geeks at the Gates is brought to you by Destination Venus the big little comic shop tucked away in Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. We stock all kinds of comics because we love all kinds of comics. Marvel Zombies, DC Divas, Image Imagineers, Small Press Stalwarts, Indie Individuals and all points in between. We love superheroes, but there's more to life than spandex and we do our best to have something for everybody. Basically, whatever comics you want, we've either got them or we'll get them if they're out there to be got. Find us on the web destinationvenus.co.uk Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash destinationvenuscomic or on Twitter at dvcomicshop Destination Venus Love comics Spoilers Spoilers I was going to say anyone, because Pat, you just said that Jodie Whittaker got chops Yeah To play the Doctor One of the reasons we know that is because she's one of the stars of the excellent low-budget sci-fi movie Attack the Block. One of her co-stars, yeah. one of her co-stars is one John Boyega. I love John Boyega. Um, who also turned up in another low-budget science fiction franchise called Star Wars. <laughs> so, has there been a new movie out? Uh, there has been a new movie, and um, it's not been uncontroversial. I think it's fair to say. I liked it. I really liked it. <laughs> what else can I say? I have found it to be the most divisive Star Wars film, not in terms of just fan culture and online people, but in my own head. Wow. I yeah. have had just the strangest sensation with this movie. I love Star Wars. I'm Star Wars is my babysitter as a kid. My parents want to show me up for two hours, you stick on Star Wars, and I'm there. <laughs> I, I think they want to show me up for six hours, they stick on the trilogy. It's worth it's how it works. I'm, like Disney. I'm gonna throw this I'm gonna throw this in here at this point, just as kind of like a character reference for Steve. When when your little boy was born, the day he came home, the first thing you did was sit down and watch Star Wars with him. Pretty much. Actually. I know, because you put it on Facebook. <laughs> so the very first thing Stunned. that your son saw that wasn't you <laughs> was Star Wars. Yeah. I have a horrible feeling the second thing might have been Jaws, but that's another podcast. He was at least three weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you've got the job. You, I, you have... yeah, I, I live and breathe Star Wars, and I think I've, I've, I've been through the ups and the downs... The, the the prequel trilogy, which we don't really. I'm just going to say that's a whole other. I'm podcast. just going to say, don't you dare talk to me about Downs when I know you haven't seen the the, the holiday special. I have seen the holiday special. Have you? I have seen the holiday special. All of it. Oh yes. Okay. Only once, I'll mind. Let, I'll let you off. Only once, all the way through. But I've I've seen other highlights. So I know I've I've lived and breathed everything. So I love the Force Awakens. I, I get that some people go, oh, it's just a rehash of episode four. And... Yes, I love when people is. said that like it was a bad thing. It played, it played it's like, it same. Damn that thing for being like that thing I like. Yeah. Yeah. And and now we've come to episode eight, The Last Jedi, and people are going, 
this is different. I don't like different. I don't like different. And I've seen loads and loads of posts, and there's a great one with Goldilocks where she doesn't like The Force Awakens because yeah. it's too similar, and she doesn't like The Last Jedi because it's too different, and how is there going to be one that's just right? And there's, I, and my first reaction was, oh, oh I, I, I don't know how I feel, and I genuinely did not know how I felt. Do you think it was partly because you were knackered? It, partly because I'd done a full day's worth yeah. of work. To be fair, it was half past three then, in the morning, Steve. I then hosted the fastest four rounds of a Star Wars <laughs> quiz at the Everyman. I had 15 minutes, and then I went in, and then I watched The Force Awakens, and then I had about 20 minutes, and then we watched Last Jedi. Shattered. I was very tired, but I was so excited for it, and I think I just... it, it The film went in a direction... Oh, we, sound, we sounded the spoilers. We can say mm. things. And honestly, anybody who cares that hasn't seen The Last Jedi by now... <laughs> it went in directions that I wasn't expecting it to. It did things with characters that I know and love and think that I know what's meant to happen to them. And it didn't do that with them. And so I came out and I was genuinely in a period of mourning. I was just like, I don't know how I feel. I'm slightly disappointed. I'm slightly angry. There's parts in it that I loved. And I was so... like, I kept recommending it to people. Like, you have to see it. You don't base what you think the film's going to be on how I feel about it now. Go see it for yourself. And then we went to see it again because Helen hadn't seen it. And I said nothing at home. So I was just like, any questions? I was like, can't say anything. Let's go see it again. I'm fascinated by what it was like in the Dempster household for the week where you'd seen it and Helen hadn't. It was was quiet, yeah. (laughs) But then we saw it again and I loved it. I just some something the spark of the rebellion inside me lit up <laughs> and I was just sat there just kind of going this is great this is great and yeah I, my first review was a 6 out of 10 better than the prequels not as good as any that's of the other actually, films that's actually better than I thought when when we t- we tweeted each other yeah, on, yeah. on disappointed that yeah. night Dis- that, disappointed that was, your, that was your word when you came in at 4 that was, yeah expectations disappointed it was just like you'd overhyped yourself yeah. to that point and then you just we're expecting... I think seeing The Force Awakens straight into it is a big mistake. Oh, really? I think because The Force Awakens raises all these questions and it sets up so many things that I gets, think... gets answered in Last Jedi in such a throwaway way, sometimes literally. <laughs> um, oh, God, I love that. The, and also, the pacing is completely different as well. Oh, yeah. And going from one to that is quite a change in in everything and so my brain just wasn't wired up yeah. the right way to see the movie I have read you say it's like nothing like any of others but I read an amazing Nerdist article where they compared it to Empire Strikes Back oh it has all the beats of Empire and it, and it has all the it. beats of Jedi yeah, yeah absolutely amazing but it turns all of those moments into something else into something else yeah. and you look yeah. like you were going to slightly explode then yeah no you were there going oh my god something yeah, to no, say no it was just that like that, that for me I was like alright did okay. you enjoy it I loved it yeah but I had only had, I didn't see it until the 28th. And so I was just like, like my hands over my eyes and my hands over my ears, lots of hands, <laughs> internet, nightmare death for like a week. Yeah. Until I could see it, because we do it every year. We go and see it for my dad's birthday. That's what we do. Um, and I'm, I'm now glad I didn't watch The Force Awakens. I just have time in that horrible mm. Christmas nightmare period yeah. um, to actually do it. So I'm glad I didn't now. But for, again, like, I agree that they did just throw some stuff away completely. And just you know, like oh, really? That's that's that big question that we've had <laughs> desperately burning in our minds. We've, for watched, two years. we've watched countless YouTube videos speculating on I everything. Yeah. I fucking love it. Every and time it's the fact that like Ryan a... Johnson's gone. All you fans, yeah, 
you're nope. never going to see what this is because and every, every time single there's theory a teaser got, trailer of anything that comes out people yes. tear it apart and go yeah, oh yeah. what's going it's like the new Infinity War trailer people are trying to guess what yeah. like, let's, let's not do that I can't just enjoy it yeah. Yeah. I don't even watch trailers anymore that sounds awful I really no, don't I, know a few I, had, no, like, I don't. just don't watch them because yeah. so many of them just like give you the entire goddamn the story. film and all, all you... the best moments and, and so then they now do... I'm going to avoid it and then they do TV spots and you go and you've seen this film we unfortunately live in a world now where advertising companies get to make the trailers and not the movie companies yeah. and especially not the movie makers and the fact that Ryan Johnson was saying to people don't watch these trailers I Mark, watch Ham- Mark Hamill said I agree with this director do not watch yeah. these trailers so I didn't I listened yeah. to those nice nice men yeah. Yeah. and didn't watch the trailers yeah. I'm really glad I didn't Ryan Johnson's I, so cute isn't he I, <laughs> I just want to put him in my pocket <laughs> I, I think I, I had a, a somewhat similar but different experience to you Steve yeah. a, a very different reaction and I think actually I might have, just sitting here listening to you, I might have diagnosed why. Because I was there the same night you were. Yep. I was running the pop-up shop. You weren't there, man. <laughs> I was running... Yeah, actually, it was so much less macho than that sounded. Um, I I was running the pop-up shop from here, basically telling people that to come to the quiz, Star Wars, Dad. Um, it wasn't tat, it was good stuff. <laughs> Sorry, selling high-quality Star Wars merchandise, or merch is tat. <laughs> Uh, it's easier to say above running else. So I, you know, and I, I'd been at work since eight o'clock in the morning, and uh, it'd been a very long day. But because I bought my ticket to the Last Jedi while standing in a field in Scotland the day they were released, I hadn't bought a ticket for the double bill. It was the only place I could get internet. Okay. Sorry, Helen was looking puzzled as to why I was doing such a thing. <laughs> I happened to be in Scotland when they came out, okay. and that's fine. Wi-Fi coverage was non-existent, and mobile coverage was yeah. Um, so I hadn't bought a ticket for the double bill. So I watched The Force Awakens on Blu-ray about four or five days before, because I had time. The cooling off period. And then, and I think this might also be crucial, when everybody in the building soldered off to watch The Force Awakens... You were ever asleep. I, I got 40 <laughs> That's minutes... That's what I done. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, 40 yeah. minutes kip on the sofa. Yeah. Uh, the everyman's got really comfortable sofas, I should just say. <laughs> um, so I wasn't completely wiped out when I went to see it and it was not The Last Jedi was not in any way the Star Wars film I wanted it really wasn't I knew exactly what I wanted from The Last Jedi and I didn't get any of it and I'm really really glad mm. because people running franchises like Star Wars absolutely shouldn't give the fans what the fans think they want. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Because there's a reason why the fans are fans and yeah. not directors of yeah. billion-dollar movies. Mm. And that's not to say that what the fans think is unimportant. It is not. It is important. It matters. But fans have to accept that if all that happened was that these franchises pandered to the fans, they'd be crap. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because they would be horribly, horribly, horribly repetitive. Mm-hmm. But and as well, it's not just the fans in the real world, it's also the characters in the story itself mm. have to realise that too. And that's yeah. that's exactly what... Well, I, I didn't see I'm that not, the first time. I see, just wanted what the fans wanted. I've known, I've known Luke Skywalker since I was five years old. <laughs> okay, I can, I can just remember a time before Star Wars. Just. And Star Wars has been in my life for 40 bloody years and a bit. I'm 46 now, it's tragic. And Luke Skywalker did not turn out the way I wanted him to. 
a lot of my friends haven't. It's, and that's the point. But it's, 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 it's the fact it's, he didn't turn out the way. Line. It's the line. He has that line in it there. It's like, I became Luke Skywalker. I became this legend. Yeah. And that's exactly what it became in real life to the fans. He became this legend. Yeah. The Jedi became this huge thing. And actually, you know what? Jedi are a bit shit. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and, you know, and, and you, it's hard. And do you to, know who made? To deal with that. And, and again, this is this is this is not addressed to anybody sitting around this table. This is addressed to the dicks on the internet. Do you know who made the Jedi crap? George Lucas made the Jedi crap. Yeah. So all of these things that are going, oh, we've got to give it back to George, man. It's the only way to save the franchise. No. 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 Um, no. Just no. He gave us midi chlorians to charge our bloody banks. Like, like or don't like what Disney are doing with it now they own Lucasfilm. But when George Lucas owned Lucasfilm. It was crap too, so don't even go there. Well, thanks to George Lucas, we had, what, a 50-50 hit rate with Star Wars. I'd say now, thanks to Disney, we're definitely in a higher rate than that. It's 65-70. Yeah. 65 And it's hopefully going to get better. And I love what happened, because we all get disillusioned as we get older. Sorry, guys. I'm speaking to the younger people around the table now. <laughs> but, I mean, and sometimes you get it back again. Like Luke did. That almost certainly showed up. A massive motorbike has just gone past. So if there's a weird noise a on the soundtrack at this point, that's what that was. Yeah. Um, Probably was a Tie Fighter or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when Luke Skywalker, when I when I first met Luke Skywalker, and I'm sorry, but I did. These are real people to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he was 20, and he was an idealistic farm boy. Yeah. And he followed an old man on a stupid quest. Because there was a beautiful girl who weirdly turned out to be his sister. That, yeah. And he was idealistic. And he got a bit more jaded as, as the original trilogy went on. Yeah. A bit, but he, he was um, still... But he was still... Like, but then it's been 20 years. It's been more than that. It's been 37 years. Yeah. It's been 37 years. I've changed a lot in 37 years. And so has he. And, he's, yeah, and I get, you know, he came to realise that, actually, do you know what? The Jedi shouldn't control... the shouldn't yeah. be the arbiters of who uses the force. And also, yeah. being a legend is never going to live up to people's expectations. Yeah. Being yeah, a legend yeah. is not actually uh, a good thing. Being a legend is pretty much a bad thing. Nobody wants to be, especially a living legend. And it leads, and it, you know, and all of that with Luke leads into what is, I think, one of the key planks of the philosophy of the film, which is that heroes are a massive problem. Yeah. If oh, they yeah. if they want yeah. to be heroes. And, well, that's the post story, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah Oh, and, and heroes we'll, don't want to be heroes they we'll, just get on with it we'll come well, back to Pope you know, well, you know what Serenity's all about what the, the definition we'll of a hero is people who get other people killed there you go exactly. um, and so you know he he realised that uh, but right it's, it's, mm. and he was such a devout believer I don't know if any of you have ever had great faith and lost it or know anybody who has I, mm. I have known people mm. who have been you know had immense faith and then just lost it. Yeah. And it destroys you. Yeah. Fun fact. It's... I was going to be a vicar. Really? Fun fact. I'm an atheist. Yay. So, you know, it, yeah. So wow. you've been through it's, that a little bit. It's one of those things where you just sort of like, the reality just, reality just actually, yeah. And, yeah, and that whole thing of going, our oh, religion actually is crazy. Mm. Um, and completely <laughs> just walking away from it. It's a weird thing to do. It's a really weird thing to do. But also, it's very freeing. Yes. <laughs> um, and kind of accepting, like, you know, that things are not um, not what you have always thought. It's really hard. But mm. once you get through that. Personally speaking, I'm not a Jedi. Sorry, um, it's just once you get <laughs> well, the you say plan, that. Well, I say that. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it is like the disillusionment is real and hard and just like oh my god, actually this is complete 
this is mm. and that accepting that actually this everything you've ever thought was real is not kind of makes you go well who, who am i what, what who am i what am i well yeah you know, where am i going and what what can and i do i can and, see and why, i think they did that well and yeah i can see why he had that I'm disconnecting myself from the force. I'm just yeah. from all of it. Walking away. It, well, I, also, he, he tried to murder his best friend and his sister's son. Oh, we might, come, no we might come back to that. Did he, though? Did he, though? He went, no, he wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna. Oh, when, he, he considered it. Actually, I was going to say... Potato, potato. And he probably blames himself yeah, for what happened. I was going to say, I was gonna say we'll come back to that, but actually, no, let's deal with that now. Right. With what? <laughs> with Ben. The, the attempted murder of Ben Solo. Right. <laughs> I don't think... Sorry, I've had this conversation so many times over the last couple of weeks. I don't think... Have I had it with any of you guys? I no. haven't seen you since I saw it, so Right, no. OK. Well, then I'm, inter I'm interested to know what all of you think if I haven't had this conversation with you already. I don't think it matters whether Luke wanted to or not. The fact is that Ben thought he was going to... True. That and that... The perception, the, perception of that, the perception of that is all that matters. And Luke actually says the, the last thing I saw was the eyes of a frightened... Boy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And, but... We've seen that incident from two points of view. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan will tell you. A lot of things depend on your point of view. We saw it from Kylo Ren's point of view, mm -hmm. in which Luke appears borderline psychotic, yeah. vengeful, fueled by hate. Yeah. And of course he does, because of course that's what Kylo Ren remembers, because it's important to Kylo Ren yeah. that that's how things went down. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's his justification well, for Yeah, because Kylo Ren is, yeah. is almost really battling against the Almost life, everything. Isn't he? Yeah, I mean, this is a man who's murdered his own father. So, mm. you know, moral high ground, Kylo, not really. But <laughs> it's important to him that that's... Because then it makes it not his fault. He was driven over the edge. Yeah. Um, we've seen it from Luke's point of view mm. and Luke's memory, which is much more reasonable. But still, you know, he ignites his lightsaber and he... he contemplates making the strike. I don't think either of those things are actually what happened. Luke Skywalker is beating himself up. He blames himself for all of this. Therefore, what his memory of what happened is probably significantly worse than what actually happened. Because there's some guilt. Yeah, yeah. You also might be reading a bit too much into this. I think as well, what, we see it through... Are you suggesting I, I can read know. too much into Star Wars? I don't Wars? know, because if they show you it two ways. Well, no, we so see I think it three, actually, you see it three times. Okay. You see it once with Luke... Where he doesn't get his lightsaber. I need to go back to the. And cinema. then you see a second time from Ben's point of view, where he already has the lightsaber and he's he is like angry and crazy. And then you see it a third time, which is where he takes his lightsaber. Mm. He then looks at Ben and he he thinks I should do this. Takes his lightsaber out, and then he has his moment of now, I doubt. Think, I think the first and that's one when Ben wakes up and then sees the him first the one. I think is probably the most accurate. Where he doesn't have his lightsaber. Yeah. Who is is that Luke's memory? His memory. No. That's, so the first time. Does the first time is Luke? Luke tells it to Ray. Okay. Then Kylo oh, yeah. Ren tells Ray, actually, this is what happened. And then the third time, then Luke also admits and says, no, actually, I, I looked into him and I saw a possible future mm. and I had my lightsaber ready. And then I had a, then I changed my mind. But by that time, I then looked down and I saw a scared little boy mm. looking at me with my lightsaber. Mm. So I, I don't, I don't think we've got to the truth of that. We probably never will. Well, this, there's another film coming. Um, and just and you know, it, it's not going to change it because you know Ben thinks what he yeah, thinks. Yeah, and it's almost just all the yeah all yeah, the matters is what Ben what thinks. thinks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and well, Luke thinks what he thinks, and it's devoured him, and now he's gone. So, um, um, well, going back to the, the the whole divisiveness of this film mm -hmm. in in my my almost 
week, I think it was. Yeah, it was pretty much a, a week or so of morning. of mourning of this movie. Of, of, <laughs> of, people, of people saying to me, what, what do you think? It's like, I don't know. And I genuinely didn't know how to answer them. Having seen it, I then went on YouTube and watched a ton of people reviewing it. And I watched the Red Letter Media, who are so good with their the way that they've digested the, the prequel trilogy and just said, it's just a giant pile of shit. Um, <laughs> so if, you, if you've not seen Red Letter Media, that. well, no, kind of. They do say it is like <laughs> it's just... a very long review. Yeah, just, but they're brilliant. If you've not seen them, Red Letter Media, prequel trilogy, it's amazing. You'll need a lot of time. And it's the three guys from that for about, I think it's 20 minutes or 40 minutes, just rip apart Last Jedi. And I agreed with absolutely everything they said at that time. And the thing is, there's still a lot of stuff they bring up. But yeah, I completely agree with it. It has the worst line of dialogue, which is one of the things that Rose says, which is, I want to put my fist through this whole damn town. It's like, that's dreadful. But obviously the way that they deliver it... There, and and there are worse lines of dialogue in Star Wars, I'm yeah. sorry, but there are. But, but then also, I then watched uh, a, a completely different review, which is only like a six or seven minute review, um, by Toy Galaxy, and if you've never seen Toy Galaxy on YouTube, oh, uh, you will lose yourself for hours because they review classic toys and they tell you what the best action figures are, and you think, oh, I don't want to spend all my money on toys. Um, <laughs> Sorry, and- I'm just gonna I'm just gonna echo something somebody else said earlier. Do you ever do any work? <laughs> Yeah, Steve. This is this is what I do after I put Marcus to bed. I just I just watch YouTube videos. I, the Toy Galaxy one was because because he made the best point. Well, the Toy Galaxy one was great. He said it in such a great way. And it's really positive, and I agree with absolutely everything he says because he focuses on all the really good parts of it, and mm. I love it. But he says, "What did you want from this movie? Did you want Ray hands Luke the lightsaber? He trains her. They go and jump in the Falcon. They go and get Leia. They then go and rescue Ben away from Snoke, turn him back to being a good guy, and then they defeat Snoke, and everything's happy." And we all yub yub the yub yub. And we all yub yub the yub yub. Yeah, that's how he ends like his what his things like. It's no, because because if we had that, you'd go. Where's where's the evolution? Where's the yeah. where's the progression? Yeah. None of it happens. And you know, honestly, if they'd done that, it would have been oh, it was so boring. boring. Well, no, but it also would have been. Oh, it's just like all the other Star Wars. Exactly. Films. And, yeah, yeah. Would have been. Would people have been? And this. I I, abs- I don't think this. Sorry, go. I absolutely love the fact that Ryan Johnson has been given the green light to just go do whatever you want doesn't matter what jj did yeah you do what you want you want people to think that ray's been standing there for two years holding a lightsaber what's luke gonna say what's his gonna be his first line he takes him he throws it away and then his first line is go away <laughs> yep it's brilliant yep. I, really I loved it from the very first moment yeah. i i think we needed more frog nuns personally the frog nuns <laughs> <laughs> i, I could have done with more frog nuns the frog nuns were great yeah. i loved them so I loved how disapproving they looked when Ray accidentally shot the rocket hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and all the, all it almost hits them well. and he just misses them and they just look up with... Some people were saying that it was they didn't like how funny it was. It was too much of a comedy. It's like, really? It wasn't like Those that. people were... We like our Star Wars films dark. We yeah. like it where... But... The how, thing is, this was a... Yeah, of all the people who said Everybody they died. of all the people who who objected to the slapstick slapstick humour, all I can say is Misa, not know what she talks oh, about. God. Oh God! All I can say to that, we don't invoke mm. that trilogy. That's, Never. That's, that's, don't, Never. that's the unholy trilogy. I, just, I loved the bit where she, you know, just just reached out and she reaches a hand out, and I could feel the yeah. force. I feel the force. Like, <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you, you, because that was out. such a Yoda thing it to was, do. Yes. Yes. Because yes. a Jedi Master has never messed with somebody wanting to learn the ways of the Force before, has they? <laughs> no, yeah. never. I was so that was so Yoda. Yeah. As and what, then Yoda came back. Oh, 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 oh
And there was a, when I first saw it, I, I think as well, I wasn't paying attention during that Yoda moment because I was spending time going, is that CG? Is that a puppet? And it is was it? a puppet. And I was watching and it so long. And it was a puppet. And it was Frank Oz. And it was Frank Oz. Well, yeah, oh, I, waited, so I waited for the credit. Yoda performed by Frank Oz. Yes, proper Yoda back. And my, my, my wife is not a massive Star Wars fan. Not. Has watched, has suffered many, many hours of Star Wars, bought me the entire massive, extended, blah, blah, nightmare. I'm impressed. pit Star Wars. Because in 26 years, I've not managed to get my wife to watch Star Wars. So, yet, so. basically, she, she sat there and she was like, she, out, out of it, she went, that was proper Yoda, wasn't it? That was proper Yoda. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> so proud of you for realising that was proper Yoda. But yeah, I, I was so happy to have him back. And all the, all that for me, all the things I thought I would hate, like the Pogs and, and Frog Nuns and, and, the, the, and Crystal, the big, Crystal, Crystal Foxes, Crystal Foxes, all that yeah. stuff. I was the like, big cow, the, the big, it all worked. The big I liked all the weird things. Milks was oh, the milk creature. Sea cow thing. Sea cow. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, I, I love, that I love the look the green on his milk. face as he's milking it and he just turns and looks at Rose and he's like, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I also really love the line of like, I've seen your schedule, you're not busy. Like, yeah. That was just really great. Like, like not like busy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I liked, probably my favourite line was, um, it was from Poe, where, where she, well, Leia says to him, you can't just solve everything by jumping in an X-Wing and blowing stuff up. And then something happens, like, permission to go jump in an X-Wing and blow stuff up. I do Granted. like yeah. that. That's, that's yeah. a nice segue. Actually, that, that's a nice segue into Poe. Mm. Yeah, 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 let's talk about Poe. And Leia as well, so. You know, the fact that, I mean, I adore him, but yeah, he was the gung-ho hero and he got people killed. How but, much like Han Solo in Bespin did he look like? And was that slightly that might be, too obvious? Because I'll, tell, no, because I'll tell you what, and this, this for me has been a theme, not just in The Last Jedi, but in the, the first two of this trilogy, of the new trilogy. Kylo Ren is overtly a Darth Vader wannabe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, fair play to them for creating a Darth Vader wannabe. He was going to get accused of that anyway, so they might as well make it explicit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to say about Kylo Ren, sorry. No, no, no. He crushes his helmet within the first five minutes of the film, and there was all these little boys in the cinema wearing them. Oh, and I'm like, oh, you're holding. You wanted to be that loser so badly, and now your helmet is worthless. But they were all so little and sitting on their little, you know, booster oh, seats their, with their Kylo Ren outfits, and I just thought, Sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's what you get for wanting to be the bad guy. I was yeah. going to say, parents, yeah. don't dress your children up as a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> I think what, what they did with Poe a little bit in The Force Awakens after they decided not to kill him in the first 20 minutes, which was the original plan. Oh, no, that would have, that would have made... Poe's to die in that type <laughs> oh, crash. Oh, lovely yeah. some Poe. He was, he was becoming the Han Solo of mm. the new trilogy. And what they did in the first 10 minutes of The, of the Last Jedi was demonstrate he's no Han Solo. Because Han Solo wouldn't have led no. a ridiculous no. suicide attack on no. a dreadnought. No. Han Solo, he would have, but he would have done it himself. No, he would have done it if he needed to keep it busy while everybody escaped. Yeah. But the he second, yeah. his own life the second everybody all. else was safe, yeah. the second the transports were away, yeah. he would have gone, right, OK, they're safe, let's get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And they would have gone to light speed and Punch everyone it, would have got away. Yes. Yeah. And Poe Dameron didn't do that because Han Solo is... A hero, mm. Poe Dameron wants to be, yeah, or wanted, yeah, to be because he and has he then that the that arc. But and the, I do have some nitpicks with the Last Jedi. I'm not one of these people no, who thinks he's perfect. Oh, no, because, no, no, no. because I'm not one of those idiots on the internet. I either. think as well that was the problem that all the reviews are coming saying it's the best film mm. since Empire Strikes Back. So automatically the pedestal has been put on mm. is yeah. so high. I think it, well, it, it sort of is, except for Rogue One, but. For me. I think we, you but, have to be able to be critical of the things you love, even absolutely. if you love them. Yeah. We can criticise the things we love, uh, or we don't we love them enough. To, we should yeah. criticise the things we love. Given what Poe Dameron does 
in The Last Jedi. He shouldn't, at the end, be being made the de facto leader of what's left of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. When Leia says, what are you looking at me for? You heard the man. He should be in the brig. <laughs> because he led an armed mutiny on a military vessel. Yes, but everyone You get dead. shot for that. You can now fit the rebellion on the Millennium um, Falcon. They don't have much choice. That <laughs> said, they need every man That yeah. said... And he is he is the best. That's and, he, and he's learned by then. He, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's he has that to And that's why, don't that's why he calls thing, off the attack. Because yeah. he knows it's a suicide run. He knows yeah. it won't make any difference. Yeah. It might all be over now. But if we all get ourselves killed, it definitely is. Mm. So, yeah, he's learned. And maybe he's fit for leadership now. We will see in episode nine. I'm just sad that Holdo had to die so he could figure that out. I'm so Laura Dern should never have to die anything ever. I'm not sad that Holdo had to die, and I'm surprised that I think that because I've followed Lorna Dern's career. Mm. Um, not on purpose, not in a stalkery way. Well, a bit. She's just always been there. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, um, what's the first thing I saw her in? Wild at Heart, probably. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. And then Jurassic Park. And, and... I had her f- the figurine of Jurassic Did you? Park. Really? Yes, because I was a girl and therefore my cousins, uh, my auntie, who I've always been at odds with, bought me the Laura Dern figure. But actually, like, going, ha ha, it's the girl one and I know you won't like it. And I'm just like, actually, I'll have her. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. She's awesome. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and I, do you think instead of bringing in a new character, hang, hang they on. could have just made it Admiral Akbar? I think they should have done oh, that. Yeah. That would have been great. That would have been great. Akbar should have survived oh, and hold I'm it. turning the ship around. The problem is, Akbar can't be on screen for too long because no. he just looks a bit weird. But, but no, because <laughs> then, what they should have done. What they should have done. the whole thing with Akbar. Akbar. <laughs> Godspeed, rebellion. Akbar should have taken, con- taken command of the ship when, when General Organa was incapacitated. And in fact, it was his ship anyway, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, Nerd's trivia point, the ship was called the Radus after... After uh, Admiral Radus from from Rogue One. One. Uh, I knew that. I'm such a nerd. I didn't know. When he took the ship into light speed to destroy the... The last thing that the captain on the bridge of the Star Destroyer should have said was, It's a trap! trap. Yeah, that would have worked. That would have have been brilliant. Oh, God, everybody would have just been high-fiving everybody (laughs) else. That would have been so But instead, instead, they brought in Admiral Holdo. Now, I am all for powerful women in powerful lead roles. I'm all for that. What I'm not all for is casting a role with a female, as as a female role, and then making her an incompetent. Pratt. But she wasn't. Which she was. And I'll tell you why she was. She was right. Sorry, I'm mansplaining now. I'm sorry. Oh, really, really? I'm sorry. I'm There's sorry. two of us today. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm going to mansplain this. I'm just backing away from my... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to mansplain this and then I'm happy for you to tell me why I'm wrong. Okay. But I... I wish having decided, right, we're not going to make it Admiral Atbar, we're going to have a new Admiral, we're going to have Admiral Holdo. Um, it's going to be Laura Dern. She's going to look stunning. And my God, she looks stunning. She's a bit too thin, I think. And that's Laura Dan. If, if, yeah. if tall and willowy was my type, wow. Yeah, she are. I love the hair, actually. When we first met Holdo, I thought, wow, this is going to be great. This is something different. She's got blue hair. She's amazing. Um, and she has star charts on her cuffs. But then, you know, I get completely why she doesn't tell Poe what the plan is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't deserve to know. He, it's doesn't, not, he doesn't need to know. It's not her job to tell him what the no. plan is. So the whole, get this man off my bridge, mm. that's fine. But she didn't tell anybody else what the plan was. And she didn't tell anybody else even that there was a plan. And we know she didn't, because when Finn 
tries to run away and is stopped by Rose, Rose actually says, I've had to stun four people who've tried to do a runner. Yeah. Or race today. So it wasn't just that Poe didn't have any faith in her leadership. The bloody crew didn't have any faith in her leadership. And all she needed to do, actually, this is not really a criticism of Holdo, it's a criticism of whoever wrote her lines. All she needed to do was say, when Poe says, tell us what the plan is, tell us what you're doing. All she needs to do is say, Captain Dameron, I don't need to explain myself to you. You're not in charge here. Does she do that? I'm an admiral. I expect you to respect me and the chain of command and accept that there is a plan which you don't need to know. Now get off my brick. And if you'd done that... Teacher regs back in. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my classroom. Well, actually, yeah, it was piss poor classroom management, actually. Do you know what the chain of command is? <laughs> it's the chain I go and get and beat you with so you understand who's in rotten command here. <laughs> it, she, she didn't do that. She didn't do anything like that. Because, and then, because, and I, then, because I think they were trying to maybe set up that possibly she could be a, a first order. That I was expecting there to be. Right. So my yeah, that's what I thought. On board. Yeah, I think a. Do you either, know that to me? Either she was going to be the villain, or she wasn't going to tell anybody because anybody could be the mole, yeah. and that's why she kept it tied to herself because anybody on that ship could have been the reason because they didn't know at that point how they were following. Yeah. They also, didn't know how they were, were chasing but, So she didn't want to tell anybody because anybody could be the mole. And I get that too. So but, that's why I thought it was that. Given, given that so Poe had already demonstrated himself to be hard of understanding, <laughs> she could have made that clear. I'm not telling you the thing cost. is, if she'd have told him, he would have still gone off and done his thing because because the only plan she had, the only thing that they had left to them, was a shit plan. It was it was absolute. But that's why she shouldn't have told him what the plan was. But she should have told him that there was a plan. I yeah. know what I'm doing. Yeah. But but he still would have pushed it and gone. No, you need to tell me the plan, and then just assumed that it was shit because he wanted to be in command. You could see it when, it when she was time, chosen. He let her actually finish mm, to say yeah. what. When, and yeah, then, which, yeah. which is exactly and what then just maybe, done with me. Yeah. And then maybe. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he. As soon as she was, t- you know, called up to to take over Leia, yeah. Poe's face was like, well, "I should be in control." And I, one of my absolute favourite things about this movie, and it does call back to the Doctor Who Christmas special as well. Well, her plan's a bit shit. It's okay. Poe is on the case. Poe and Finn and Rose are going to go, and they're going to big plan. Yeah, everything's fine. Oh, <coughs> oh, it didn't work. Oh yes. shit! Oh, the big plan didn't work, and just like that whole Doctor Who thing. Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not, not a big that. Plan. It yeah. kind of just went. And oh, actually, it didn't do what I expected. And actually, Post plan was not only ridiculous; mm. it was never going to work. No. Yeah. But but in films normally like this, mm-hmm. it does work despite all the odds. Yeah, and yeah, I really yeah. liked face in Poe because I really liked that twist. Yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And again, it's right. a learning curve. It's a learning curve that Poe as a character needs to go on. Yeah. Mm, I just yeah. didn't like the way. You went yeah. With it. Plus yeah. everything you've just said about. Her, Laura Dern's character, you know, maybe she should have done this, she should have done that. She was, she was weak. She clearly wasn't because she ended up sacrificing herself oh, no. and in, giving in. one of the most no, she spectacular shots. She wasn't weak. One of the she most wasn't weak. She was a poor manager. And I still don't think she does. She has absolutely no reason to tell anybody anything no, exactly. she doesn't want to. If a guy was her character and played it exactly the same, you wouldn't be having this conversation with us. Yeah. That's a fact. Like, you would sit there and go, yeah, that's fine. But because she's female, and you are really great normally, but like because she's female, she decides not to bother telling him anything. Poe, A, Poe would have reacted differently. B, the, the audience would have reacted differently. I think she you're... just goes, actually, do you know what? 
I have to tell you shit because yeah. and she doesn't. She just doesn't. She just walks away and goes, yeah, yes, get rid of him. I'm done. In a very, very, very stressful situation. And also handles it with good. And he's just proved that he's just been completely disobedient and reckless. Oh, I, yeah. I hear, five minutes before I hear what yeah. you say, but in I, I I guess I think she should have been tougher. In she doesn't the, have to be. I think there's another real need for women to behave like men. Yeah. There's a real need for women in power in films to behave like men. Yeah. And she doesn't do that. It's she behaves strong women. Strong yeah, women. she doesn't they have, have to, to be, be yeah. like a male leader. She can be her own kind of leader. We see Leia Organa be her own kind of leader. And that's fine because she's Princess Leia. But like for a new character <laughs> to come in and behave in a different way that is not leadership the way we're used to seeing leadership in films, it gets shot down. And I think that, again... Is it a case of us really needing to move and change our perceptions of what a leader can look like? Mm. Personally, that's my feeling. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really I, I liked her. Well I, I said I was quite happy for you to tell me why. <laughs> <I'm wrong. laughs> Just, uh, and I, now I understand why I'm wrong. what I wanted to say, but she said it better. <laughs> can, can we now bring <laughs> no, up fine. the, 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 the oh. worst part of no. the movie, which uh, is oh, we need to come back Finn's, to Finn's mission and Canto Bite, and the fact that mm. that really didn't work and it didn't feel like oh, it didn't feel Star Wars enough like and my biggest problem with that bit was all they had to do was throw a couple of familiar looking aliens onto that planet I do agree with because that because there are yeah. no alien races or species that we've oh, seen before why isn't there a uh, hut there needs yeah, to there be, should a be a hut, hut there. more if, to if the point if it's a casino gambling planet stick a hut. a hut more to the point it's a casino gambling planet they're going to find a kick-ass code breaker with a red flyer in his lapel who we saw but they didn't meet why the hell wasn't that Lando Calrissian? That would have oh, been. Oh, that would have been so that would have been Have you seen the other though where they showed uh, Indy at the start of Temple of Doom and what is he wearing? With a red flower yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah. That that would have been yeah, just as a little yeah, throwaway. To, to have thing. it as Lando, especially if the fact that all he was going to do was that little. Just stand camera. there and like throw dice. Yeah. That would have been so perfect. Yeah, I, the, the only thing that bothered me was the CG. It just suddenly looked like the prequels again. I didn't. I, mean, I didn't like the racing. However, saying that, it was it was a really big fun bit of adventure in what was otherwise a very very bleak film. Part. Yes. <laughs> so you think actually, especially for the kids, a little break, a little sorbet, a little, yeah. little, oh, a little like Harry Potter moment. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Like I didn't hate it. Hate it. I did not love. I mean, I completely. It was necessary for Finn mm. to understand. Yes. Why Rose is the way Rose is, and why, uh, and the fact that if you don't pick a side in a war, you're just as bad. Yeah. And I think that was it was necessary to show that whole aspect of it, and yeah. that's the whole part of their mission, isn't it? Like showing that if you don't pick sides, and Finn really, he's going, okay, all I want to do is keep me and Ray and Poe safe. I'm yeah, going to go do yeah. that yeah. because he doesn't take sides. He doesn't want to take sides. So yeah. in order to show them just how shitty it can be if someone doesn't take sides. They have to go on that lovely little mission. Yeah. But Canto Bite, for me, the only good bit was the forced pull of the broom at the end of the yeah. act. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. And the kid with Luke Skywalker yeah, figure made cute, of twigs and yeah. Yeah. blue. And um, that was really great. Have, you heard, have you heard the theory why Benicio Del Toro's character is called DJ? Was that his name? Yeah. He's really good at spinning discs. He's never referred to as DJ, but that's what they, they call yeah, his character yeah. making it, and I think that is what he's credited as. Yeah. And his, the, the DJ actually stands for don't join as in don't because he's basically telling Finn you don't pick a side the so only, he's the devil on your shoulder the only way you're actually going to survive through any of this don't, by, pick side. don't pick a side and don't join don't well, actually, join. to be fair the only way you're going to survive is to not pick a side but you should pick a side anyway particularly mm. if the other side is Nazis yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah so I, I did notice somebody was complaining online that the uh Star Wars has got this this message saying that you know, the other problem is like the word First Order was written in capitals and then Resistance came underneath. It's like this is about Trump, isn't it? It's like no, it's about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the whole for me the whole film seemed to be it's always been light side, dark side, you know, again picking sides, and this mm. seems to be just 
grey. This shade of grey in the middle. You know, Luke. Luke is kind of not the light guy anymore. Kylo Ren is is the first guy really that we've seen who is dark, who's struggling with the light God, rather than him. the light. I, lots of shades of dark grey. I I like. I am going to go on record here to say I agree with Helen O'Hara from the Empire podcast that Kylo Ren is the greatest Star Wars villain because he has depth and conflict and character that Darth Vader and especially Anakin Skywalker uh, never had. Because the bad guys in every other Star Wars story have just been bad guys. Yeah. He is somebody who's a bad guy that has this internal struggle that is telling him to be good. We've yes. never had He's that. He's a bad guy because yeah, no, he wants... That's exactly more, what I just no, 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 said. In many ways, ways, saying that is why he is the greatest. Yeah, in many ways, he's, he's more that. evil than Darth Vader yeah. because Darth Vader was just evil, whereas Kylo Ren <sighs> wants... Mm. to be evil yeah yes he actively goes out of his way to yeah. do the evil thing yeah. I do like how you kind of think that oh no he's going to be okay and him and Ray are having these moments and I quite like the chemistry actually I thought the chemistry was really nice and then they I meet mean, and he kills Snoke and you think yeah he's good no and actually I don't think that it, I don't think it's necessarily that he's evil I think he's just really fucked up I think he's got a lot of problems this kid well to be fair I had this just, he's just rage incarnate he is, isn't he yeah. like smashing his toys because he which makes him a wonderful which thing which is exactly, exactly what Anakin Skywalker should have been I really mm. despise those three films. Yeah, we shouldn't. Oh, they're dreadful. Yeah, I, I do like what three films? <coughs> exactly. Going going back to uh, target. going back yeah. to the to the Finn Rose story. Definitely. I would have so much preferred to have had because lots of people said, "Oh, it's like Battlestar Galactica, where the ship is just out of range from the weapons, and it's it's like the jump the, every the, fir- the first episode of of the reimagined TV series is they have thirty three minutes, and every thirty three minutes the sirens turn up yeah. and they have to jump. Yeah, but. Amazing. So How do they keep finding it? And this were things like they they can jump to light speed, mm-hmm. and they're going to get tracked. What I wanted was not oh they've just got some technology that you know, it's now had a throwaway line in Rogue One to explain that they have light speed tracking. Tracking. Yeah. yeah, is that there's someone in the fleet that's a mole that's a spy yeah. that's transmitting it back to them. And the fact is, but because they introduced this little toy of the new evil BBA BB nine E, and then you see on board the Resistance ship a little dark I BB thought he was going to be it, and he was going to be the one. It's actually it's a droid that's on board this evil yeah. he's transmitting it all back. But no, it's like I wanted this claustrophobic witch hunt on board the rebel yeah. ships where Finn is left in charge because he's had training or experience exactly, yeah. so he can spot somebody that's already on there. That was what I was expecting, and then we got this Harry Potter esque. Sequence. You're the second person to compare it to Harry Potter. Ian referred to it as the Harry Potter horse race. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it Um, looks very similar. It looked to me far more like the Hunger Games. I think it was the music as well Mm. felt Mm. Potter esque. Magical animals as well. John Williams, much as again, back to the composers. Mm. It's John Williams, isn't it? It's John Williams. And it's John Williams who did the 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 first two. two Harry Potters. And I also have been listening to the Hook soundtrack a lot lately. My life is very, very soundtracky. Oh, don't worry. All, all I ever yeah. listen to is right. we could do an entire episode John, of just John Williams, God bless him. He's only got so many motifs. He I'm really not going to lie. He, he really pulls does. them through every single thing. So if there is impossible, it's entirely possible that I didn't notice a little Harry moment there. He, the Star Wars motifs that pop up in Harry Potter are all If the you listen to a little bit of so Revenge of the strange. Sith, yeah. there's a lot of aliens he does even kind of just, popped up in there. So he's, just, not, just, he's not just borrowing just his own. He's, he's borrowing from others as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't see Harry Potter and I am... Just a giant Harry Potter fan, and it really—it's just—it's quite bad. But I, and I didn't see it. But um, you know, I just think 
I, yeah, I didn't see that. I did see, however, for me, I was like, oh, look, pod racing again. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 And, and that, all yeah. my alarm bells went, my whole, please don't take us down this horrifying. Yeah, it did. It reminded me of this prequels moment. And yeah, again, it's this not. thing of just, it's there's, if there's this huge war going on in the First Order, and there's, and yet you've got all these people that are apparently an entire city, or whether it's a planet, there's an entire planet, or a town, or whatever, all made up of arms dealers, all just happily going away. You really? It's essentially, it's the same as, it's, it's a wretched harvest scum and villainy. It's just a lot fancier than yeah. the place great, that great. they go in the fourth um, one. And actually, what, what's, it, what's, it, what's it called? Canto Bite. No, oh, no, 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 Mos Eisley. Mos Eisley, yeah. I, I should probably, I should probably I have like said this right at the start. Down, so that yeah, was that was yeah. Yeah. I should probably have said this right at the start, but I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I like it, I don't love it. Actually, Steve, if... I actually think, in that sense, Canto Bight is perhaps the most realistic thing to ever have happened in Star Wars. <laughs> and as evidence, I give you Monaco, yep. Davos, yeah. and all the other bloody island paradises. Yep. Where is it, is it Macau? The, the, Macau, yeah, yeah. extremely rich people. Astoni- Hong Kong, Aston- no idea what's going on. Places where astonishingly rich people go to throw away their money mm. because they've got more than they can possibly Cal. use. Mm. And most of Dubai. those people... Yeah. I mean, they, most of those people didn't make their fortune selling weapons to the First Order, I will grant you that. <laughs> um, but they did make their money doing things that were almost as bad. Many of them are arms dealers, and yeah. most of them sell to both sides, which was a I place that, that was made. Yeah, I agree with that. Part. And I like that. The rebellion is not whiter than white. The yeah. rebellion deals with horrible people, because where yeah. else do you buy weapons? Again, again it's not light and dark. It's yeah. that grey area. Yeah, it's very grey. Every... This is just... So, the, so the, big, the biggest problem that Star Wars fans seem to have is that they've taken Star Wars and made it a parable for real-world situations Which, where the heroes aren't heroic and the, the villains are identifiable. No. <laughs> Actually, I have, I have. This is this is. This is a, a, a facepalm moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't respond to this um, when I saw it on the internet um, because I couldn't formulate a coherent response. Somebody in a Star Wars group that I am no longer a member of, because I couldn't even. Um, <laughs> I can't even. You had lost the ability to even. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. Put as their contribution to a. The Last Jedi is a load of social justice warrior bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll quote it from memory, so I may, I may be not quoting word for word, but I, the spirit is definitely here. Yeah, because they've even made the villains wear Nazi uniforms. What's that about? What? what? Why do the villains always have to be Nazis? What? It's like, it's like, why does everybody always say Nazis are bad? And, oh, 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 oh. Oh, so many reasons. See, I, see, I would just reply with that little Mitchell and Webb thing. Are we the bad guys? Are the Skulls on their caps. I mean, and, but they were saying, and, and they were kind of trying to say that this, you know, making the villains Nazis is, as you've alluded to earlier, an anti-Trump thing. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, all the bad guys. I've never seen a Star Wars yeah, film before. Suddenly all the bad guys are Nazis. I think, hang on. Have you seen Star Wars? Because... Those are definitely Nazi uniforms. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, have you seen our stars? Because you know those helmets they wear on the Death Star? That's called the Death Star? They're definitely Nazi helmets. Oh. And it's like, if you, you could not like that. I mean, if you choose to identify with the Nazis, I guess there's not much we can do about that. But don't be saying that's a new idea. Jesus. It's also the fact as well that, oh, what was it called? There was a documentary that was made about Hitler. There was a film that was made 
during Triumph of the Will. Thank you. It's a fantastic movie. It's a Sorry, it's called what? Triumph of the Will. Triumph of the Will. Yeah, it's about slow down. Sorry. Triumph of the Will. <laughs> Sorry. I get excited. <laughs> no. It's it it's Len uh, Lenny it's, yeah. it's a beautiful piece of work. It's gorgeous. It's about the Munich Olympics. Uh, and if it wasn't a piece of Nazi propaganda, it would oh. be astonishing. It's so beautiful. But if you compare certain shots from the original Star Wars, primarily the medal sequence at the very end, it's taken straight from directly yeah, taken yeah, yeah, from yeah. Triumph so, of the Will. Wow! Yeah. And it's, yeah, actually, you should watch Triumph of the Will if mm. you get a chance. How are we doing on our agenda, by the way? Are we? Oh, we're, we're, it feels like we're just kind of well, all we're, on item, we're on item three. We are on item three. Um, uh, we we may not be strictly following. Shall I thing. come to some questions? I see you have something that says Phasma. Yeah. Okay, I've got questions that are on the original thing. High points. Sorry to interrupt, but we're going to leave it there. Um, mostly because um, it means running a little bit short this week, but it's the best place to break off into to, to start next week's episode that I could figure out. So there is more on The Last Jedi coming up next week. Until then, we will see you at the gates. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates or contact us by email on mail for geeks at the gates at gmail.com that is the number four not the word geeks at the gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire <laughs>